0: Okay, all right, is that it? And for yes. compliment, good morning, everyone, or well, good day. <clears throat> um, my apologies once again for the late start. So, Stomang, it's right? We'll start with the APEC uh, elective uh, issue. Um, we are uh, due to have the APEC conference. Um, and I'm sure that documentation to that effect has been circulated. We will have to also, uh, maybe next week or at, yeah, appoint a at the council of Delegates members. But in maybe to give a, a brief background, um, the office bearers of so, APEC, uh, none of them returned to. Event. Yeah, to either Parliament or the Council of Delegates members, or, or the legislatures, maybe to give a, a brief <clears> background. And so um, the that the first uh, the agreement is first dilemma. The second point is that um, the Speakers Forum has been engaged in a long discussion about the migration of um, APEC to, to Parliament and that specifically the National Assembly, 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 Assembly because uh, the second point um, is written, we have a situation where Apex was housed House 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 in of 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 the G's that was deemed to so be undesirable for the House purposes of checks and balances. Secondly, we were also dealing with the Speaker's Forum then it was of course moved temporarily now housed in the counting legislature, uh, and the process of migration to parliament is on the way. So, there have been meetings of all the jurisdictional chairpersons of the public accounts committee, uh, one with also the deputy speaker, where we have been engaged in a process of, first and foremost, setting into motion the preparations for the conference. For the conference. Uh, it was then decided that in um, the absence of or legitimate office bearers for this in process, the simple fact that they are no longer members of parliamentary legislatures, the conference would be uh, called by the speaker. Um, I was then tasked to uh, engage um, in a process of engaged so with the I have. Correspondence the consequences consequences effect has been, been sent through it was and we are awaiting the waiting complete complete date complete complete now so from the speaker did did and did did most likely, well, not most likely, the, the conference will be like a virtual conference. We were asked to second the researcher, to the team of researchers which are working with them the, the, for the planning and uh, mr Manala is on that team and i'm aware that the researchers have met in the preparation of all the um, documentation for that uh, particular uh, conference. so we are waiting learning iterating and the way forward from the speaker um, in terms of how uh, that will move And so, one of the decisions we have to take today um, is on. We must set a day for when we'll be uh, at our next meeting, possibly, whether at the start or at the finish, depending on who we have. So, then elect the the, uh, the members of. the Council of Delegates, which we are three. is a chairperson, one from the majority party and one from the opposition. Um, and, uh, so we'll have to then have to discuss that. Um, and then probably colleagues to go ahead and apply their minds and uh, the various caucuses to have a look at it so that uh, we can prepare for that conference. The conference was scheduled, was mooted for the end of the month, but unfortunately, because there's 21 days notice that is required, uh, we are fast losing that 21 days. And so I suppose we will exercise flexibility and agility uh, in, in, in that. So, what I will request so I hope that the members have received the constitution. Uh, of, of, of of APEC and then we will we will we will take it from there. So I thought the, the, the first matter is just about APEC. The modalities of how it will be structured at National Assembly uh, Parliament are with the speaker and the deputy speaker and I'm sure we will at some point uh, be asked to make an input um on that. Uh, whilst it does work with other committees like auditor general and sometimes appropriations, the APEC from what I've seen in the past, the people who are going to be ultimately responsible for it um, are, 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 are us um, as a as, as, as scoper. So that's the, that's, the, that's the first briefing. I thought it would be quick and then we can dispense with that one. So I would like to hand over to colleagues, please. Uh, Colleagues? Sister am I audible?
1: Yes, Chair, I can hear you.
0: I was handing over that first item to colleagues for a discussion.
2: Mr Chairman. Yes, Honorable Lisa, you may proceed. Um, Just to break the logjam, I I don't think that we have anything to add at this stage. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll reserve any Position that we may need to have to a later date, but yeah, nothing to add. Thank you, Mr. Chairman.
0: Thank you very much, Honourable Liz, Honourable Hattam. I see you popping up on the screen.
2: Yeah, no, no, I want to say
0: uh, it's simple and straightforward for now. Um, uh, So,
3: one might not have any issues uh, at this point in time. Right.
0: Thank you very much, colleagues um okay, I'm sorry, I, sh- I should have asked. The, yeah, hello?
4: It's Mente. Oh, I see it's vulnerable Mente. Yeah, more rainy bit. More. Chair? More uh, I- I, yes, I got you uh, after uh, five minutes past twelve, so you'd already started. I don't know if you had covered my question that I have. Um, nothing hectic for now, so we, the experience I have, uh, I think me and you we understand the issues of APEC. But I always have a question as to what what do we seek to achieve with APEC? And what impact does it then have? Uh, and And solutions it's providing in particular to the mandate of SCOPA, South Africa. It could be also to the mandate of SCOPA in Africa the scopers in Africa. So if we can just get back there, because in the last two conferences I attended of APEC in the last time, I didn't get drawn at all in terms of APEC and I couldn't understand the mandate of APEC as to what does it want to achieve and I felt like it doesn't have um what I would call follow-ups. To ensure that it ties down on every aspect of corruption, perhaps it identifies and how it seeks to resolve those kinds of issues. So, what will be different this time around? If you can take us through, thanks, Chair. Okay, um, from from
0: maybe are there any other questions, colleagues? But, um, j- just to say, the, the concern that you have, Honourable Mende, is what triggered the intervention of the Speaker's Forum uh, in part that uh, there was an absence of uh, joy in terms of whether APEC as an association was empowering the public accounts committees to fulfil their mandates in their respective jurisdictions. To share experiences and and so on and so forth, and uh, it is precisely for that reason then that it was felt that uh, it should not be in the AG's office, uh, separate from the legislative sector itself, and hence then it is being brought to Parliament. The main thrust of it is capacity building, um, of the. Um, of the public accounts committees, and also to where, where uh, something which needs to change in APEC is that it became too too elitist. It became a, a, a like a parallel uh, something of of, of, of of sorts, which, as you rightly say, the previous conferences which we had attended uh, became workshops, massive gala dinners and so on, and the, it was devoid of the fundamental training that was required. And so the, the first task, once leadership has been elected, is to actually um, effect the necessary changes and a paradigm shift to try and make it fulfill its mandate and to uh, bring the committees uh, to, together. So I think that's where we are at this point. I think what we will do is that once the position papers of the discussions that are being drafted uh, because the coordinator uh, currently is the uh, chairperson of scopa and the legis- accounting legislature, and he's coordinating the teams once we have received the draft uh, uh, documents uh, of the discussion documents we will then have a discussion on those uh, so that we can substantively uh, make sure that we influence the direction. But ultimately, my sense has always been that APEC is a capacity-building institution, uh, which must, you know, ensure that we we are all operating effectively and 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 efficiently. The other consideration, of course, is that we do pay a subscription fee, and um, I'm aware that Parliament is not going to pay until such time that uh, leadership has been elected and that these matters uh, are, are being sorted out in a manner which inspires the confidence. Uh, so I think uh, we, we, it's a work in progress. I think that's, that's the best reaction I have to the question on the movement. I hope I, I cover what you are looking at.
4: Okay, no, I I hear you, Chair. Let's wait the uh, for the discussion document. Perhaps they will then give a clear guidance and direction as to what is it that APEC must achieve and whatever conferences to say in which shape or form is it going to take when conferences are sitting. Thanks, Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Menti.
0: Um, if I may, colleagues, I must apologize. I should have asked what are there any agenda items that colleagues would like to add um, for general? Um, or we'll do that when we get there. Okay. Um, right. Can I ask then uh Ntah our content advisor to take us through the... Um, information that has been tabled from the previous meetings that uh, we have had, um, and then we will we will proceed from this. So, Mr. can I hand over to you? Okay. Uh,
1: good morning, Chairperson.
0: Speculated. Don't be right.
1: Chairperson. Yes, Chairperson. Okay.
0: okay. Thanks. Then. So, sister over to you.
1: Okay. Uh, good morning, Chairperson, and good morning, members. Uh, uh, how do you want me to approach it chairperson must it approach it line by line or just summary
5: uh, chairperson
1: okay let me do rather, it uh, I'll do it as rather, it is. Uh, okay, it's fine let me do it uh, yeah. as it is on the document
4: um, okay, chair chair yes honourable mentor yeah, Susan, do be which document is this one uh, uh, that Kenge is talking to? You? I've got the one with the issues to follow up. That's yes. the one. Mm. That's the one. Yes. Oh. What oh. else do we have? It's the manager? schedule of- No, no yes, is I, proceed. Thought perhaps, yes proceed, I thought perhaps it's something else that you're going to talk to. No, that's fine.
1: Okay. No, it's fine. This one matters to follow up. It's just a summary of um, the documents that the, that the committee requested uh, from previous hearings. I'll just speak to it because uh, it was submitted to the members. I'm not going to project it. Is it fine, Chair?
0: yeah if yeah you can proceed
1: uh, okay, okay. Yeah. from department of public works from the hearing that was on the 4th of february uh, 2020 the department remember members must remember that the this hearing it was about the the escom debt and the municipality debt that was owed by uh, department of public works and then uh, from the debt of escom and then the committee decided to call public works department of public works and infrastructure because that department was the one that had the highest uh, amount owed to escom so uh, the hearing was on the 4th of february and then from that hearing it transpired that um, these 3 billion debt that uh, was oh, oh, that was say that was uh, owed by public works. It was actually owed by the user departments and not necessarily the public works because public works will pay ESCOM or the municipalities, and uh, the, the, the 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 user departments will pay public works. So from that hearing, the committee needed three things: a list of uh, um, it needed a list of municipalities that were not uh, Reporting in terms of section 71 of the PFMA of the MFMA, sorry, because from their reconciliation from public works reconciliation, eh, they said that some of the municipalities didn't prepare the schedule, the monthly schedule, monthly budget schedule. So they, they didn't agree with the amounts what the, the municipality were saying they were owed. So the committee requested the leave of those 121 122 municipalities. Uh, and also it requested the list of departments that uh, Department of Public Works sent uh, the, the correspondence to them because Departments of Public Works say, uh, said in the meeting that from the 1st of April 2020, it will hand over now the payment of debt to the departments. So it wrote to them, uh, Public Works wrote to all the departments And then in the the hearing, uh, Public Works said that some of the uh, departments did not respond, and some departments did respond, did acknowledge the receipt of the communication, and uh, some of the departments uh, uh, that uh, said they they acknowledged, they, they, they said they couldn't take the, they couldn't take over the payment of ESCOM. to ESCOM. They are not ready for to take over the payment so the committee also requested a list of employees uh, that were responsible from public works side now that were not responsible that were responsible for not paying uh, over the escom debt uh, within 30 days as required by the by the law so in terms of follow up the last comment on this on this uh, on this uh, uh, document the department d- did uh, send all the list of municipalities And I must say, Chairperson, that some of the municipalities in this 122 are the the municipalities that uh, were called by uh, uh, Scopa last year. Uh, uh, Mamusa is one of them, Bojanalo is one of them. But the list list is there that was provided. And these documents were forwarded to the members. Also on the departments now, Uh, uh, that public works wrote to them, they submitted the the responses from departments. If I can just summarize, uh, they submitted to uh, all departments, and 29 user departments, they responded, acknowledging. And uh, 29 departments, they responded. They didn't respond. The department is waiting for a response. 14 departments, they responded. Out of the 14 departments that responded, uh, only two departments, which is uh, social Development and uh, SAPs, they said they, they were ready to take over the payment, uh, paying uh, ASCOM themselves. Uh, can I move on, sir?
0: Uh, colleagues, would you prefer that, uh, mm. would you, that she goes through the whole document or we discuss one set of submissions? Or your follow-ups on one set of submissions and then move on to the next one. Or oh, let me.
1: Can I just quickly finish and then? I,
2: All right. I think we should go the whole lot. Okay, All right.
0: Whole lot. Stand. we finish the whole lot and then we will come okay. back to. Us will make notes as we go.
1: We'll All right. Okay. So. In that okay. Um. The due date for this submission was 11th of, of, June, of February, and then they submitted, uh, the department submitted on the 4th. So we have this information. And then on the 3rd of March 2020, still Department of Public Works now, when they came to account for their 2018-2019 uh, 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 annual report and annual financial statements, this hearing emanated from this uh, from the hearing in February because there there were issues there, especially on the issue of bank overdraft that the Department of Public Works had to incur overdraft in order to pay this uh, in order to pay all, uh, SCOM and other municipalities. So the committee decided to call Public Works now to account on their own uh, 2019, 2018, 2019. Um, annual report and annual financial statements. And from that hearing, uh, the committee requested a number of, of, of uh, documents from Department of Public Works that were due on the 17th of March 2020. The committee requested the, a report or a summary on the staff, on the cleaning staff that were utilized in the finance section to process invoices, especially in, the, in Western Cape, in Cape Town region. The committee also requested a copy of legal advice given to the department uh, advising the delay of disciplinary proceedings against the implicated uh, officials in the, in the, I think it's in the PwC report, but we'll speak to that. And then the committee also requested update on the matter of the DG that is implicated on the irregular expenditure involving uh, the state funerals within fourteen days so this these documents were were due to the committee on the seventeenth of march two thousand twenty and then the department uh, uh, provided uh, this submission on the seventeenth of march uh, on the seventeenth of march it provided the, uh, and then in the in the summary which is the last column the minister the committee uh, they the received uh, information from the minister that the, the matter of the DG, because the DG was in, involved in the in the in the state funerals where the amounts were were yeah were were inflated. So the the committee received uh, that information from the DG from the minister, saying that this matter now it was with the presidency and uh, the minister the presidency uh, gave a uh, mandate to the minister to deal with this uh, with this issue. Also the committee was provided with some summary of and, and motivation on of on why the cleaners were involved in the processing of invoice. I think this information was uh, distributed to members and it's with the members uh, now they are aware and then also on the third of of, to, of June. 2020 the department of Public Works appeared now to the committee to agree on the issue of uh, the bait bridge bait bridge the construction of the 40 kilometer fence where a constructor Marco was uh, what is it? Mar-Gua. Mar-Gua construction was involved and the amount of it was 37 million the hearing was on the 6th of June. Uh, from that hearing, the committee requested a number of documents from Public Works, which were due on the 12th of June. The committee requested National Treasury's investigation because National Treasury, during the hearing, National Treasury informed the committee that they are also busy with the investigation, With it, and they, they promised that they will support, they'll provide a report to the committee on the 19th of June. Uh, this report has not been received by the committee. That's why in the last column it's blank because we haven't received um, this report from National Treasury. Also on the hearing of 3rd of June, of 3rd of June the, the committee also requested a ministerial directive issued to make this project a, a, an emergency project. In terms of National Treasury regulations, the committee requested that it must be provided with a copy of this ministerial directive. Also, the committee requested reports from the project manager uh, to provide uh, status on this project and their involvement. This this information has not been received by the committee. Uh, The last one is also uh, the committee requested all other reports, including uh, the internal audit report, the auditor general report, and the SIU report assessment of the, on this project when they are available i think H- ag promised that this report will be available on the uh, think oh sometime in august so the committee requested that when it's available it can be it must be provided to the committee okay. lastly on the department of public works it was the hearing that uh, we had last week on the 8th of july Uh, This hearing emanated from the, it was a follow-up hearing from the hearing on the 3rd of March, on the issue of the PwC investigation on the uh, Director General of Public Works, as well as other officials. So the committee requested a status update from the minister because the minister was um, mandated by the president to deal with the issue. So from that hearing, from last week's hearing, the committee requested the actual copy of the PwC reports, including the terms of reference and cost of appointing PwC. Uh, I think, yeah, we should update this, this one, because we did receive yesterday a copy of uh, PwC report, but it was already, this document was sent to the members. But the members, they know the contents of the PwC report, but the, the actual copy it was provided yesterday. We are done, Chairperson, with the Dep- Department of Public Works. Um, we're going to go. We're not going to do PRASA because PRASA was not in the in the list of departments for discussion today. Um, can I go to ESCOM, Chairperson? Chair? Chairperson? Chair. Chair
4: Chairperson. I think you you should move. It looks like it's me and you here. Uh,
1: Are you uh, you listening to Ms. Mandia? Yeah, we can hear
4: (laughs) you.
6: We can hear you,
4: Dando.
5: Okay. I thought <laughs> I
4: was I to
5: myself
1: Okay. You know. my okay. Don't my okay. okay. Are you following the are you following?
0: Yeah. Okay, I was be saying
1: Prasa.
0: Yeah. You okay. can pass by yeah. Prasa, Prasa is not
1: stuck. Yes. On SCOM personal, just be brief ne? because Eskom, we, we had a hearing with SCOM on the 18th. Of of February 2020, where we requested a list of of things from a list of submissions from ESCOM. And then we also had a meeting with ESCOM on the 18th of June 2020, where we discussed these uh, submissions in in detail. So I'm just going to be very quick uh, with the submissions from the uh, uh, 18th of February hearing. The committee. Uh, requested a list of all the deviations and expansions. Uh, another is, uh, request was the details pertaining the recovery of funds. And then ESCOM provided a, a batch, a, a lot of documents in different batches. So, on batch, on batch, in batch one, it was where they provided details on the on the recovery, uh, especially on three companies, major companies, which is Tageta, uh the five five billion uh, recovery, how they planning to to recover that as well as on, on Deloitte the 207 which they took Deloitte to court and then I think the agreed amount was on one, 105 million and, as well as uh, Mackenzie and Company uh, as well as Miakra Transport CC which was a claim of 3 million of 35 million of which they managed to recoup 3 million this were discussed in the, in the in the in the meeting on the 18th the, the committee also requested details on the hardship relating to the removal of of ash. Hash, sorry, Then ESCOM did provide a, a, some sort of briefing, and then it was discussed also in the meeting. Um, the independent power producers, how, do they, uh, how much do they contribute to the grid? They did provide an explanation in their submissions, which was made to the committee on the 3rd of March, that the independent power power producers contribute about 11,344 gigawise energy to the grid, which represent about 5% of ESCOM's total power supply. And then the total cost of these independent power producers as at thirty uh, first March, twenty nineteen was twenty six point six billion, and then the the actual the expenditure on the actual uh, take or pay contract in in Medupe, they did provide the explanation. Uh, although this amount uh, fluctuates over time, monthly is monthly, but they did provide that at thirtieth uh, November, twenty nine, the take or pay uh, contract was 9.1 billion um and as at uh, 29 February 2020 it was 9.1 billion in November it was 8.9 billion uh, the investigations the preliminary details on the investigations while waiting final report they did provide that there is the forwarded cases to the law enforcement uh, agents, especially the three high-profile cases, which is Brian Molefe's pension uh, pension payout, and as well as uh, Mr. Paul Cor- involvement in Impulse, as well as uh, his involvement along with the, Mr. Singh's uh, in the in, in the contract uh so these these this, this, uh, these cases are with uh, law enforcement agencies as well as yeah SIU so um uh we the committee also requested status of vetting of employees they did provide this although I must um uh, highlight to the members that although they did provide that the, the executive and senior management of ESCOM, a lot of them they were still waiting, they haven't been cleared by the state security agents. So majority of the, of, the, of the executive members of ESCOM, they have not received their clearance certificates. In addition to what the committee required, uh, the committee required quarterly reports to be submitted uh, to, to SCOPA to address the issues of investigations and the, the the committee receives this investigation these uh, uh, submissions the last submission was on the 10th of, of June. 2020. There's a lot of progress there in the, in those uh, investigations. We find that from the previous submission that nothing much has been done, and the, the cases they take they take time, they take months to finalise, but they do submit them to the to the committee. On the 18th of June 2020, the committee also met uh, with ESCOM to discuss uh, recommendations, progress on the recommendations, as well as submissions from the oversight uh, visit that was uh, last year. And then from this hearing, the committee requested uh, four uh, documents from the, this hearing. It requested uh, the report on the COO, on the investigation of the COO, Mr. Abdelhaz and then the due date for this uh, submission was the, uh, the 19th of March. Because in the hearing, uh, it was the committee was informed that this report is. Is final and it has been received by the by ESCOM. And then the committee requested a copy. The committee also requested, I'll, I'll get to the details of this of this report, a brief summary. The committee also requested the analysis because members they felt that like this take or pay contract was not uh, benefiting ESCOM, uh, so it was not value for money. So the committee also requested a cost-benefit analysis on the take-or-pay contract in, in Medupe. The committee also requested the details of overpayment by four billion of the contracts. Uh, this issue is that issue that the Committee on Appropriations is uh, was, uh, was also dealing with it. So the committee requested that when this information is provided to the Standing Committee on Appropriations. The committee can also be provided with this copy, as well as uh, the report, detailed report, of previous uh, year, previous years, a lifestyle audit report, because the minister informed the committee that there was an audit that was done on the lifestyle report, on the lifestyle uh, audit of, of, of employees of ESCOM. Uh, can I just summarize, Chair, the, the findings of the, On the CEO,
0: yes, you can because the report was received. In summary, yes, the
1: report report was received. Uh, they provided the report on the 29th of June 2020. Basically, uh, if I can just give a a background Uh, on the 18th of March, um, Incorporated was requested uh, by ESCOM. To instruct uh, Mr. Kasim, which which is a, a senior counsel, to conduct investigation on various allegations against ESCOM's uh, CEO, Mr. Ob Ober- uh, because there were issues from the media um, about his uh, involvement in, at uh, yeah, his involvement. So the terms of was uh, the the investigator was given ten days to complete the investigation and produce report. So the the terms of reference were based on six key issues areas, which was whether there is an undisclosed conflict of interest by the COO pertaining to Stef- Stefanati, stocks or any other entity which may potentially result in breach of ESCOM's conflict of interest policy. That was the first uh, area. The second was whether, since his return to ESCOM in 2018, the COO, in his dealings with any of the functionaries of, of Stefanotti Stocks, breached his fiduciary his duties and any policies at ESCOM. Another one was uh, whether there is any corruption and or personal b- uh, benefits derived by him from the black and VH uh contracts which was originally 114 million and which was expanded and and uh, yeah and extended over years to 14 billion and another uh, the other three issues were referring to Mr Chetia uh, who was who is ESCOM's employee uh, who was a, a GM on mega projects and then, who has uh, was a whistleblower blower on the was a whistle blower on the issues uh, on some of the decisions by the COO. So the the, the briefing was whether the, uh, his disciplinary actions against him and the, grave, and the grievance that was lodged against him amounted to victimization because he was uh, he was moved from his position and then he. Was taken to where else, to somewhere else, so he lodged a, a grievance, and then the merits, and then he also took the case to CCMA. So, the summary summer of the findings uh, on as, as uh, in page in page five of the report, were that uh, in in relation to uh, the focus, the area which was on, on, the, on, on Mr. Oberhelser's uh, interest in Stefanatu stocks is that after uh, he, he was employed by ESCOM, ne? Mr. Ober, Oberhelser was employed by ESCOM, and then he left ESCOM in 2008. And then he ran his own company. And then from 2013 to 2014, he took employment at Stefanatu stocks as the managing director. And then during this period, he was given, uh, he was allocated shares of 35,834 shares in ESCOM. And then on the 16th of July, 2018, Mr. Oppenhelzer uh, took employment at ESCOM as a COO. And then on his uh, declaration of interest on, on, on 7th of August, 2018, as well as on the 26th of, of September 2019, because they must do yearly a declaration of interest. He declared his personal interest in Absam and FNP, as well as Sunlam. And then during the investigation, he explained that he did not declare his interest as Stefanatu talks because the explanation that he provided was that this is part Stefanati stocks is part of the FNB securities portfolio. So by declaring uh, that he's got interest in FNB, uh, it, he he says that he's also declaring the, his interest in, in Stefanati uh, stocks. And then the, the senior counsel uh, expressed that in his report that he he, he thinks that this is a proper, the proper disclosure was made. And so there was nothing from the reports. There was nothing um, wrong, if I may say, because uh, he he has declared. That's what the investigation found. Okay, another dimension to this is that uh, investigation on whether now he breached ESCOM's policy, because ESCOM's policy uh, requires that if he's got interest in that company, he should have uh, recused himself from any involvement of this company. But uh, the investigation discovered that um, on 11th of December 2019, he signed, uh, in his capacity as the COO, uh, mo- uh, support to, modi- to modify a contract with Stefanetti Stocks, a joint venture contract with Stefanetti Stocks and Basel ReIT. Uh, to for to extend uh, for uh, for construction at Kusile and as well as on the 27th of January 2020 he also signed a submission to the investment and finance committee in support for the board to increase the contract value of the of Stefan stocks and, and the Puzzle Ridge joint venture however the 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 the, the investigator found that this this matter uh, does not uh, constitute a disciplinary hearing because he was uh, signing he was just signing the, those uh, uh, those contracts he was not uh, involved that's what they say so that's what the investigation find that he he was merely engaging in the operation in his operational duties and then the recommendation was that the CEO of SCOM or the nominated board member counsels uh, uh, him, counsels the COO on the matter. On the matter of the black and black contracts, I'm on page six of the, of the of the submission of the of the of the document. Uh, the, the investigation was that there was no factual content supporting allegations of corruption or wrongful. Conduct on the part of Mr. Uh, Obenhelzer in relation to his role in this contract, because this contract uh, c- uh, comes way back from 2000, yeah, 2007 and 8, that, yeah. So they say that he was not really involved. There was a chairperson of the board and the then the, the CEOs, because this contract, when it was signed, it was an open-ended contract.
5: Um.
1: On the matters that relate to the whistleblower, on the payment of 42 million to one of uh, ESCOM company, which is a bank, uh, this matter, the investigator, uh, this is the matter that, that the whistleblower, Oh, also took it to the to the committee, also with the Zondo Commission, and also it's with it's in a High Court, because the Mr. Chetia, uh says that ESCOM uh, CEO paid forty two million, and he did not act in interest of ESCOM and this uh, this amount was uh, not approved by him, as the. Uh, was not approved by, by him and his supervisor. But the COO in, insisted that this this money must be paid to this company. So um, in this report, in the initial report, which was signed on the 4th of April by the, by, by the Senior Council, recommended that there should be a disciplinary hearing on this matter in order to enable proper ventilation of the issues to be determined in a disciplinary in a, Hearing. And ESCOM must factor into consideration that such payments is presently part of the litigation between ESCOM and AVENG. And then on the, 20, on the 20th of June, he wrote a supplementary, issued a supplementary correspondence to ESCOM saying that this matter was heard in Johannesburg High Court on the 18th of May 2020, and judgment is, is, is uh, pending. So he said that in the previous report, he said there should be disciplinary hearings. But now he wishes to say that the the ESCOM must win, must uh, wait for the outcome of the High Court, for the findings of the High Court, because it will be prudent and reasonable for all consent to wait the uh, the uh, findings of the High Court. And all this information was submitted to the committee. In so far as the claims, there are claims that also in the media report about the F-com's, uh COO uh, approving his brother-in-law's uh, move from transfer from Johannesburg to Cape Town, and he found that there is nothing uh, that proper uh, processes were followed in moving him uh, from Johannesburg to Cape Town because it was one of the uh, charges uh, against against him. So. And also,
0: right. see it. Yes. Uh, they also manage time. Yes. Um, okay. Today, yeah.
1: Okay. Let uh, me, post- yeah. Let yeah. me. Okay. In the in the issues of uh, the whistleblower as well as the CMA, this matter was, uh, yeah. He didn't. He did. Uh, the investigator didn't. Uh, he said that. he he the he can do, Mr. Chetia can do. Uh, because he's got it is within his right to transfer the the if he's not feeling if he's yeah he can transfer he can take the matter to CCMA. I think that's that, what they just.
0: The yes, I thought do an executive summary of that colleagues okay. have received. Okay, proceed have received. to the
1: okay. Just, the outstanding issues the, on, it, this, yeah, on this on this. Yeah. This, this, yeah. This. It, Let's focus on what's outstanding. Okay. It's analysis on the cost of take or pay contract analysis. It's the four contra- uh, the four billion of the four contracts that were overpaid, as well as the details of the lifestyle audit report. That's what is outstanding. On the SAA chairperson, uh, the committee requested uh, on, from the 19th, of February hearing, the committee requested a number of things, which included the bailout amounts. Uh, this was provided from 2004 to 2019, 2020. And then how much has come then was still needed. Then this amount was provided at, at, at seven seven at 7.7 billion. The committee also le- uh, requested legal opinion on non-submission of financials. And then this was provided on, on the 26th of February. Then the committee had a hearing with uh, SAA on the 15th of May uh, with the business rescue pr- uh, practitioners, which requested a lot of, of information. And this information has not been provided to the committee. The due date of this information was 26th of February 2020. It included the full details on the amount that was spent uh, on the business, on each business rescue practitioner, the schedule of consultation fees. Uh, meetings between uh, BRPs and boards and shareholder uh, meetings on uh, minutes of the union meetings, monthly reports from the BRPs, as well as the provision of the net date for the completion of risk, business rescue plan. Okay, this information has not been received by the committee, and then uh, there, uh, as alluded in the in the in the, in the submission. There was a recommendation, there was a reminder sent, but the committee has not received this information to date. The committee has, however, received information from, I think there were uh, just a catchless information from the minister about uh, to keep the committee abreast on, on the department and minister's withdrawal from the leadership consultative forum uh, as well as the notice to to the unions informing the unions that the minister is withdrawing from that forum because there was uh, he was not treated well the minister was not treated well by the unions and then he decided not to uh, to continue the leaders as well as in, uh, uh, provided information on the two point two billion offer from the um, ministers from the department side offered to the unions of uh, several voluntary packages to affected uh, uh, employees of of SAA. This was this information was not uh, requested, but it was a courtesy. I think he sent it to Portfolio Committee as well as. Uh, no, that's the, fine. Let's,
0: okay, let's, let's, let's,
1: do,
0: this. let's yes. do this. Let's do this. Let us Highlight now on what's remaining the issues that are outstanding on the tracking. Yes, on the tracking. Okay, on the, tracking. Okay. Substantive the issues. issues, okay. received,
1: the issues okay. wait,
0: wait. What, what has been received, members have, re- have gone through that, but okay. they need to just oppose that against what is outstanding. So let's now just quickly go through what we have not received from all the entities.
1: Okay, what we have not received. Okay, what we have not received now from SAA from SA Express is uh, full details uh, from the liquidators of SAA Express. Now, from the meeting on the seventeenth of June, twenty twenty, is full details of sale of assets that was required. Uh, report on employees uh, to be paid by the liquidators and full details of interested parties, buyers. I think there were seven that were mentioned. The, the committee requested their um, information. And details on the limited duration consultants uh, amounts and the amounts on the limited duration consultations that were uh, paid by the liquidators during that time. OK. On, can I go on, Chair? On SAPS
0: Yes proceed.
1: Uh, on SAPS yes the information that was uh, requested is there. Uh, All right. And uh, yes. the SAPS also subs. they also uh, provide monthly reports on the investigations as required by the committee. The monthly report that was received was on the 25th of, of June 2016. Uh, there's little the challenges with processing the, 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 the with speeding up the cases, you find out there's little uh, improvement done from the previous month in their submissions, but they do submit. On the water and sanitation submissions, the uh, committee requested information. On the, on the 86 officials, this information was provided. I must say in the in Department of Water and Sanitation uh, submissions, what they do, we find that sometimes they don't provide names or amounts in, the, in those cases. They just provide the rank. So I've, I've highlighted it in the submission. So this information was submitted with no names, only ranks, and then also the committee requested outcome of investigations on all water boards that received double payment this information has not been uh, received by it has not been responded they have not responded to uh, the committee also requested the validation uh, a report on the validation of work performed by water boards this information has not been received the committee requested uh, details of the 90 of the 9 billion Rent, which is irregular expenditure on the department, then this this amount was waiting condonation. Uh, they did provide uh, this information. Uh, most of these cases are under investigation, and the names also have not been included. And the committee also requested advocate terms of reference for advocate Dao's previous work as well as the current work on 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 the on the department. Committee was was provided with a previous advocate tower's previous work, which was done in 2017 in the department, but the terms of reference uh, of the his appointment in, in March 2020 has not, as well as the course, has not been provided to the committee. The committee also did, uh, requested um, information on water tanks as discussed in the meeting, which were 19, which were nineteen thousand water tanks. What the department provided was information on 7,378 on 7, 7, water tanks, not on the 19,000 that was discussed. Uh, the cost of this was um 1.6 million. The committee also requested in, more information on where these water tanks are located, the mechanism to ensure that these uh, water tanks they are not stolen, and how many have been stolen, And how many uh, is... But this information has not been received, only the information of the 7,000 water tanks. Most of the questions related to water tanks have not been submitted. And that's all that the committee submitted. They didn't provide information that was requested on the Amatolo water. Hmm. The SIU... 19th of June 2020 hearing the committee requested breakdown on how breakdown on the eight point nine million uh, conflict of interest uh, department of water and sanitations um, employees that were involved with, which were doing business with with uh, the department. this information was provided and was submitted to the members as well as the disciplinary referrals to uh, law enforcement agency the assets for future unit as well as SARS referrals. this information was uh, provided as uh, the committee also in, uh, requested water, uh, no not what uh, siu to provide uh, information on the board members especially the status water board then this information was provided on from 2003 2004 financial year to 2008-2009 financial year. The UIF requested more information on the 16 cases that were under investigation. This information has been provided, and only one one case has been referred to SAPS. The committee also requested uh, reports on fake profiles that were submitted. This has not been received. The committee requested... uh, the, um, the formula that is used to calculate uh, payment benefits to employers, employees. This was rep- uh, submitted on 30th of June 2016, as well as the report on the 5.7 million, which was paid in the, in the incorrect bank account. This, inform- this report was provided um, that the matter is with uh, Hawks, Hawks investigating the matter, but the bank account of the uh, suspect has been frozen, and the Hawks is trying to recover some of the money with, with the uh, assistance of the final, Financial Intelligence Centre. So the, we still are waiting for this, and at the same time, the, the entity is doing its own investigation. Uh, so we're still waiting for for that, but they did provide a summary. Okay, that's all, Chairperson. Try to summarize. Okay. Right. Thank worry. you
0: very much. I think that is the snapshot of where we are. <clears throat> I know that one of the first questions will be about SAA. We have sent through further correspondence to remind them, and they've still not responded to the matters. Can I hand over to colleagues if there's any input or guidance in terms of how we proceed in, in with all the other, with any of the matters that have been raised? Colleagues, thank you so much. You. Uh, Babu Samir. Yes, Chairman. OK, oh. then the police will follow. Yes, yes, uh,
7: I think uh, the the team uh, has collated uh, quite a, a lot of uh, information, which uh, we have dealt with and uh, seek to finalise through, and um, various aspects, um, that that are still um, remaining for the finalisation of those reports. So, so uh, I, I I take it that um, uh, the the outstanding one on 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 SAA uh, would um, um, looked into. Uh, in the in the future for us to be able to to plan accordingly um, but but all the on the area uh, of the area of uh escom uh, uh, there's there's this a one outstanding matter there which I relate to uh, the investigation um, uh, an investigation report, uh, which uh, was forwarded uh, to us, uh, in as far as the COO is concerned, uh, I don't, I don't know whether I've missed it or what. Uh, um, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't had anything uh, about such. It might be that uh, I've, 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 missed it, or was, I was. Uh, at the time <laughs> of out, um, otherwise other elements, I'm happy. I'm happy about uh, the the other aspects which uh, they have been covered quite well uh, by the by the team. Thank you very much, Chair.
0: Right, Honourable Liz.
2: Mr. Chairman. Um, yeah, I I, I I don't want to get into the details of what is or isn't outstanding because it's quite a long list. But I think we've got to deal with a principle here. And the principle is that the Parliament makes requests for information and expects to get that information at the appointed date or before. It's not happening in many instances, and we know, we can see it's the Minister of, of Public Enterprises, Minister of Water and Other Affairs, whatever it's called. It's, it's um, yeah, so the principle, is the issue here. I, I honestly believe that the information is deliberately being withheld from the committee um, because other information comes very easily but there's certain information that may be embarrassing. And I, I take, for instance, the 19,000 water tanks. I would suggest that, for instance, there, the minister has no idea where the tanks are, who's controlling them, who's putting water in. And therefore, it would be an embarrassing response. I'm just using that as an example. I'm not opening it as a, as a debating item. And so, Mr. Chairman, I think we need to deal very, very robustly with the principle of ensuring that parliament is respected and that the information requested is given to us immediately. It is requested, not at some future date that may or may not suit the ministers or departments involved. And in order for this to to become the reality, I would request that we write a letter to the leader of government business to point out all the information and reports that has been requested and not been submitted and asking for the leader of government business to intervene to make sure that we get supplied with this information without any further delays. Um, I I would really urge us to, to act in that way. Thank you, Mr Chairman.
0: Uh, Thank you very much, uh, Honourable Liz. Uh, Honourable Mente.
6: Thank you, uh,
4: Chair, and uh, thank you, supports. I don't don't like to call you supports. Our 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 supporting mechanism. I don't know if that's proper for the content. Okay, Uh, Chair. Let me just quickly go through. department by department, firstly at DPWI, uh, or let me rather say, I think all these departments qualify for follow-ups. We need to tie down on them, all of them. And as tying down is probing further and ensuring that we are achieving results that are conclusive and are admirable, In particular, the ones that will uh, set an example for others not to touch the funds of the state. So, if you go to DPW, uh, the uh, and their answers, which they have provided so far, in fact, all of them, they have just given us insufficient information, and there is lack of accountability are actually undermining us and our capacity to understand the issues and reading what they are sending to us. I remember our mandate on what do we do, we're policing the funds, and if the funds are not spent adequately and properly, whoever is responsible for spending money the way they want, and in particular found with their hands in the cookie jar must suffer the consequences. That's what we want to know and ensure that there are stricter measures in place. Now at 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 Public Works, I don't I don't I don't get a feel on the answers they've given us when I'm reading the document. We still have to probe much further. And in fact, I'm sensing that they think we want this just to see what they can do. But we wanted to ensure that no one else is going to be careless when it comes to uh, allowing any other entity that's under them to make them pay for things that they have spent. I don't know if I make sense. And they make it a by the way issue that, no, we just had to incur an overdraft and then pay over. But how do you pay for someone else? knowing very well that it's not you who's owing, what was the deal? Something like that. So they have to come back. And then when it comes to ESCOM, I think all of it, they have a whole lot of outstanding issues. On the issues they have responded to, I am not satisfied. In the particular matter of the COO, Yona, it leaves a lot to be desired. Because if then that's the attitude they are taking as what they've written on their findings, we'll have to sanction forensics. I don't know whether also legal of parliament to advise us how they dealt with Marcella Goko, how they dealt with Brian Mulefe on the similar conducts. It's very different to how they are dealing with this particular COO. The very same indeed. So where are the issues that they are pointing out? How are they different to how they have been dealing with other officials, executives of ESCOM? Of, of, of and for me, the, the investigation does not hold any water and it's not it's not screaming, we did it. It's screaming, we'll just do it because you asked us to. By the way, the person is not going anywhere, whether you feel like it or not. It's not a matter of feeling, it's a matter of principle. And, and yeah, what I wanted to check from you is what is the rule in terms of the PFMA and people trading, the ones in the state, and trading with themselves? And we read then that rule with the ESCOM policy. Because that's then the basic principle that should be guiding this investigation. It does not matter whether the, the disclosure was that FNB then is an umbrella of all these companies and whatnot and whatnot. What's the what is the rule in terms of PFMA and what is the rule in terms of ESCO? Let's stick to the principle here. And then um the issue also of the findings. This one is very undermining. I, I was cringing when, when I was reading this, but when I read it through, I understood that. I think they are. They think they are talking to, or they are writing to, just members of parliament who happen to be some standards B or whatsoever. When the when the issue, when the matter of a, of an official or a staff member is at court. It doesn't rule out disciplinary hearing from the employer. It's two different actions altogether. So if you're an employer and you believe that there's a misconduct, you don't need a court to tell you if there's a misconduct. Here there's a misconduct because the PFMA and the Institution Act has been breached. You don't wait for a court to tell you it happened or not. The court decides on the matter of, there is proof conclusively, but you attend as an employer, you work on balance of probabilities. So on balance of probabilities, there is a misconduct. There is a, there is a whistleblower and the whistleblower is proving to the employer that I was forced to pay for something, which the PFMA says, I can't pay if there's no invoice, if I don't see what's happening, if there were no services. But this one says I must pay. Now the very same employer says, no court must tell me if that happened. Well, now we went to school as well. Nomas Pelegutu is fine. So that for me, Chair, has to be it has to come back to the committee like as in like any time like yesterday. We are being undermined fully. He says he believes there's a misconduct. He withdraws because the matter was at court. So what is what is what is holding then the, the disciplinary hearing? And then the outstanding information on what happened to the people who paid monies. Over or over uh, paying the companies to the queue of the four billion we were talking to last time, we're still not told about what's happening and where is the disciplinary hearing in terms of that. And then the issues of SAA will leave them. Perhaps when we call them now, next time we'll see what's happening because I just read that um, the appro- the proposal of the business rescue practitioners has been accepted. So whatever we want to hear, we'll hear it from that angle now. As well as the SA Express, I'll leave that to the chair. SAPS, we need to call them back because uh, I'm not, I'm not sure if we got everything. I'll talk to you, Gange, aside on matters where we left it, where we left off last time and when we called them again now, There's some incoherence in terms of information, the IT companies, the IT systems they have um, paid for and they are not existing in police stations and all those things. Then the last one is the human settlements. Chair, page 18. Chair and company member uh, uh, and colleagues, let's just quickly go to page 18, all of us. You will see the frustration I'm having. And on page 18, where Kwenge is showing us how they have responded, you will see senior management officials warning, warning, suspension, suspended, suspension, suspended, two months, three months. And then go to to officials, 13 dismissal. Look at the level, level one to 12. These are your administrators, cleaners or clerks or whatsoever, and then the senior management, who are supposed to know what they are doing, the warning, written warning and everything, tell me if that is fair. So who rules that an an official who's supposed to be overseeing over a level three or five clerk who received an invoice and put it on their desk for their authority and and approval and signatures. They signed off on documents that were brought by this level 1 to 12. But the level 1 to 12 are the ones that are biting the dust. They get off with warnings. The department has audacity to give us such information to say, no, these are the consequences. And we must accept that. It's really not up to what we are looking for. And if that is the case, then they have to explain to us how does it happen. Uh, And then in terms of the uh, information as well, we must get the names of these officials, the names of the level 1 to 12, the transgressions, the cost, and how are these officials related to the senior officials in terms of who was accounting to who and who signed off, just like the case of the funerals where the DG is the one who signed off. So something of that nature. Thank you very much, Chair.
0: All right. Um, Thank you very much, uh, colleagues. That was the Honorable Dex. Uh, Honorable Chair.
8: Honourable Chair, can you hear me?
0: Yes, we can.
8: Yeah, Honourable Chair, I'll be very, very very, very brief because I agree with most of what the members have been uh, saying, especially issues raised by uh, Honourable Mente. And then Honourable Chair, uh, Honourable um, Lise is raising, Honourable Lise is raising the issue that um, Mm. uh, he gets the feeling that uh, reports all the information are not are not getting given to us i have exactly the same feeling and i think that we are not getting receive we don't receive all the information departments do not give us the information let me take escom for example uh, honorable Chair, that uh, this week in this in the sunday paper newspapers we read that uh, uh, reports that has not been made available to parliament the newspapers in in possession of report documents that has not been released to the to, to, to parliament or to the public, and uh, speaking a whole lot of things about the COO uh, that these documents are actually saying, and uh, these documents have not been brought to us, so I'm I'm very unhappy with the reports that we're receiving from the department, and again, Chair, I'm just raise this issue, Chair, I think it's, it's a bit just too much for us, we're dealing with, I keep on raising this thing, I'm like a stuck record raising this thing over and over, that we are not focused. We are dealing with so many different things, issues, and we are not doing justice to any of the, or, 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 of them. I think we must become focused chair. But really, we need to become focused and deal with... If we say we're going to take ESCOM to its logical conclusion, we should do that. If we say we're going to do SAA, we must do, do that instead of jumping uh, uh, around. Because the ESCOM thing, that ESCOM thing is far from over. There is so That is just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much of wrong that has happened there there's so much of cover-up that's f- taking place in escom and I think we must uh, select what we're going to deal with and dig de- deep in and co- co- com- complete uh, our our uh, dealings with these departments until until the, the end instead of jumping all over the show thank you Jay.
0: all right thanks honorable heart I mean, will be the last one. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Um, I only have
3: one issue to raise, uh, the $4 billion overpayment contracts uh, at Kusile Power Station. I, I am disappointed that we have not uh, been given a, a concrete response with details. Um, I was expecting that this matter will be resolved expeditiously, Chair. We're talking about $4 billion, unless $4 billion to ESCOM is just a drop in the ocean. But I, I, I want to, uh, to plead with the committee let, let us uh, put pressure on ESCOM and get to the bottom of this overpayment before this company can exhaust these funds and we're told they, they are filing for bankruptcy. We need to know what happened, who authorized this payment, under what circumstances, companies that are involved, what are the steps uh, uh, that will be taken to recover the money. Uh, uh, that is my two cents contribution, Chair. We can't leave this matter lying like this. Before Boulogne, it's a lot of money. Thank you, Chair.
0: Uh, so Stando, you can um, just give responses to the issues that uh, need substantive ones uh, and then we can proceed and also just manage our time All right over to you
1: yes on the issue of COO uh, Honorable Samia, I did uh, provide uh, a- Explanation on COO, and it's there on on the document. That's yeah,
7: mm.
1: the issue on investigation on the COO. That was uh, mm. Mr. Somrio's... Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, I did uh, explain it. to spend some time. That there was an investigation that was done, and then it was most most uh, areas oh, was done. Mm. Okay, that's, on the on a... I on mm-hmm. the issue that you must look at the at the police at the PFMA. Uh, in terms of uh, employees doing uh, business with uh, the state, I know there's a public service uh, regulations yeah in 2017 where the employees were prohibited. Uh, so I, I think we must. Uh, I will look at that to the staff, and then maybe you can write a report. We could see there was a, a regulation, public service regulations. So Miss Manta, we can look at that together with the PFMA. Uh, that is all I have, Chair, uh, on my side. All right, no, that's fine.
0: Uh, I think the substantive uh, uh, probing questions in terms of where things are have been noted by the team. Uh, and the points of emphasis in so far as what is outstanding has been uh, you know, sharp, sharply raised and pointed. Colleagues, what I will request then is that, with your permission, uh, is that uh, tomorrow uh, we're going to receive the updated parliamentary programme from the National Assembly Programming Committee. Uh, That meeting is tomorrow. And then we will look at that. Then, with your permission, can we slot uh, all these uh, areas of concern? Particularly, I note that ESCOM is an issue SAA is an issue, and on water, we prioritise those so that we can have follow-ups meeting with all those uh, entities, just specifically on the outstanding matters and the issues that they've submitted so that we can bring these to a conclusion. Um, And yes, we will communicate with the uh, leader of government business. Uh, I think there is merit uh, to that. And so what I would suggest, uh, colleagues, is that the two groups of the committee, uh, Sistomi put if we can find slots on the parliamentary platform for them to meet and then meticulously now go through each submission and make recommendations for the committee so that we can then uh, tie down on these things with or without information. If information is not forthcoming, we'll make a recommendation on the basis of the absence of that information because it will be speaking to a fundamental shortcoming within the operations of the department or entity. So if we can break it down in that way um, and then give ourselves a, 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 um, that space and time to do that, um, I think the frustration of the committee is warranted, but I think at the same time we must expect that we are going to run into these difficulties because we are interrupting people's misbehaviour per se. So they are bound to be resistant to the expectations and the requests and the demands of the committee uh, because we are uh, foisting on them a culture of accountability which maybe they are allergic to or foreign to. So I think we must be frustrated, yes, but also at the same time, understand that um, to to interrupt maladministration, um, which is a comfort zone for some, uh, is actually uh, uh, going to meet us with these kinds uh, of results. So, colleagues, I, I request that you proceed in that fashion. Having looked at the submissions, they will go to the groups, and then we will schedule for hearings and then prepare the the the, 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 the reports, recommendations, and resolutions and observations accordingly so that they can go to the house and then we can tie it down logically on these matters is there a, a colleagues agreeable to that agree agree
6: sir okay.
0: thank you very much um, can i then can i then request that uh, I've lost my agenda. Uh, colleagues, you will recall that we moving on to the issues around now. The, the following item on the entities. Oh, there we go. We, remember that we had met with Water and Sanitation, ESCOM, um, DPWI, SAA, and Express, and UIF, and uh, I think that's the one that's missing there. Um. And we, at the conclusion of those meetings, we had made determinations around inquiries, uh, which were going to be targeted and focused. And this goes now to the point raised by Honorable Dirks uh, that we are dealing with too many things. And I, I share his concern, but at the same time, it is an indication of the extent of the rot uh, which currently prevails, which is requiring us to multitask. But if we're not going to bring matters to a logical conclusion, we run the risk of having hearings for the sake of having hearings. So there is, at the conclusion of those meetings, we have mooted issues around inquiries. Um, there was the water and sanitation, plus, uh, uh, Matter specifically which we had spoken for for hearings. Uh, then the 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 advice that one then received was that it was not sufficient just to make uh, those as part of the roadmap without them being a resolution of the committee. So uh, presenting that to, to, to get a go ahead on each item by the committee so that we can we, we can proceed to deal with the the, 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 the matters specifically with uh, water and sanitation and what well, the one linked to water and sanitation was about Amatole, uh, madibeng uh, sedibeng water and mhlathuze uh, the ag um, the AG special audits so, colleagues, on all those, we 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 need um, uh, we 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 need a, a resolution, and particularly water and sanitation. In any case, it's a continuation of the water and sanitation inquiry of the uh, the fifth parliament in the legacy report. But we need to formally resolve um, on those as to whether. We are proceeding with the inquiries so that we can then formally task parliamentary legal uh, and then colleagues to make submissions of terms of reference in terms of the issues we are looking at. And then parliamentary legal can frame those so that we can take it to the House uh, for 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 adoption. So it's those three. Uh, On SAA and SA Express. Uh, I know that because of their non-submission to an extent we have been overtaken by events and we will have to with speed schedule them. But what I'm presenting now for discussion is uh, how we proceed with the targeted areas uh, which we along the way had identified and those were Prasa, Water and Sanitation um, and ESCOM of course continues to be a permanent feature of our work because of also the oversight that we, we, we have done, and um, so that whilst we do all the other work, we, we are focusing though in the formal process with uh, substantive investigative and inquiry work. So, I'd like to present that to the, committees for, the committee for discussion. Sorry, would, colleagues. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um am a little bit of a little bit of a little
2: bit of I mean it, it it is a product of the situation the country finds itself in and uh, the, the the sort of huge number of issues that we should be dealing with and and um, and so we need to be focused I think and and targeted um, and so i I'm happy with those but I would suggest that and I know you guys are going to think oh there goes Lee's with his favorite again but even with the events that have Taking place with SAA, if indeed the the funding is made available and SAA continues, uh, I would suggest to you that it's even more important that we keep an eye on how that that project um, uh, progresses. Um, so I would I would add that. Um, but otherwise, Mr. Chairman, I think that I agree with you and and Mervyn that we we really do need to to try to achieve. Success and then move on to other issues. now. Whether that's even possible, I really don't know. But yeah, thank you very much. I I'll, I'm happy with that. Okay,
0: thank you very much, uh, colleagues. Any other hand? Me, Marvin, Honorable Yeah, Chair.
8: Uh, just the issue on the, the, the on the issue on the the invested uh, the the legacy report of the 5th Parliament and the issue about um, the investigations. Uh, Chair, I'm a bit concerned about that. I'll tell you why I'm concerned. Firstly, uh, the capacity of the committee to actually do uh, uh, these inquiries. We have seen in the 5th Parliament the the, the problem with capacity of of committees to actually conduct these inquiries. these in, in, in inquiries was that's a totally a total different ball, ball, ball game. And I do not want to fi- I'll find ourselves, that we get ourselves stuck into inquiries when there is already an inquiry time. The Dep- Department of Inquiry going on currently. The Minister started an inquiry. There's also the ones of the SIU inquiries that are taking place. There's a number of inquiries that are taking place in that Water and Sanitation Department. I think before we must we even take a decision to also to our own inquiry, let us first establish from the minister and the SIU all these inquiries that are take, currently taking place and what, what it does those inquiry, inquiries relate to before we even decide whether we get ourselves involved in an inquiry that will take us nowhere when all these other inquiries are taking place. Because I'm aware there's many inquiries taking place in the, in the department. Now to settle a portfolio committee with Busy conducting inquiries, uh, we will really need to extra capacity actually to do such, such. So I think we must first establish what are all these inquiries that are currently taking place in that department. Because I know the Minister uh, instituted inquiries, including the SIU in the department. Thank you, Chair. All
0: right, that's fine. Um, colleagues, any other hand? I mean. Honourable
2: uh, Liz. Mr. Chairman, I, I really um, just want to emphasise what um, I mean, the formal honourable Dirks, Mervyn um, is, is saying about duplicating work that's been done uh, by other um, entities and, and organisations. So I, I really do um, think that, that that is a good point, well made. Um, having said that, there are some issues which the SCOPA coming I think out of the um, the um, what's it called the report from the last one last Parliament um, legacy report, uh, and and I have raised this with you. Is SCOPA took it upon itself in the last Parliament to lead the um, the the Steinoff in issue. I don't think there's anyone else doing anything at the moment. Um, in Parliament um, and I really do think it's it's a it's a major issue that that we we, we need to deal with in some way um, uh, and it It was uh, the biggest corporate scandal south Africa has ever seen, and the people appear who who caused that crash and loss of billions of rands to to many South Africans, um, including very poor South Africans and pensioners seems to to be getting away with it and and so I would really urge that and 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 um i what I'm doing is I'm just expanding what we've got to do and I think I was talking against that, but sometimes I think it's important to 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 um to try yeah to include these things. I had asked you to include tongot um hewlett as well because that's another corporate scandal which uh, we need to highlight and and try and prevent ever happening again but i'm not sure how we fit that one in thanks mr chairman chair can,
0: can i come can in? in again yes, Honourable yes. J- okay all right fine conclude your point and then honorable fan you can come in
8: yeah yeah uh, Chair, yeah Chair. Uh, that's exactly what i'm saying we must we must uh, target, uh, uh, we must look at what we're actually targeting. So if Steinoff, there's nothing, because also I'm just thinking now that there's nothing uh, really happening about Steinoff. There's no investigation. Can't be. I think the committee perhaps can take that one on. But to, to say we take everything on and we uh, do, don't, don't do justice, that's a problem for me. So I won't have a problem with the Steinoff one. But where there's many other investigations, I just feel, why are we getting ourselves involved in, the, in, in that? At a state of one, there's nothing happening. I have no problem with it. Thank you. right,
0: Honourable
6: Van Thank you very much. I also just want to agree that sign-off is something we really do need to tr- follow up on. We did have that preliminary hearing. Uh, also, something I find of concern is we have meetings but nothing really comes of it, we aren't able to hold people to account as such, just make recommendations, so I think we should target what we can do, focus very hard on them and then be quite relentless, but I certainly think that Steinhoff needs to be part of that, thanks.
0: Right. Honourable Mente.
6: Yes, uh, Chair.
4: I I understand where Honorable Delts comes from because we all want to see results. So I think the proposal made by um, Honorable Fanminen that let's develop a schedule of what we want to achieve, see if it's uh, doable and then move with it. It, I don't think it's going to be difficult for us we have how many days in the week? Five days. How many are parliamentary days? Is three, four days are parliamentary days. And if we allocate a department a day, every week, even if it's follow up. So, so it, 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 it's no less than five departments that we can deal with on a weekly basis. And we can deal with five departments in this um, perhaps for three, four months. Put it to the final step and close it, and then go forward. But let's just develop a schedule and see if we can uh, achieve some results. Thank you. All right.
0: I think that was the last. Time. Let me just check. Uh, all right. No, I think uh, Honorable Text, you are co- you are correct. If if we decide that way on the. Uh, on water, they must just then submit the Terms of Reference for Advocate Tau because those are those are outstanding. And then we'll assess from there as to whether we are satisfied with the scope of the investigation is all encompassing of the issues that we want and then not duplicate activities and overstate ourselves and then we will monitor those investigations. I think there is a consensus on the of matter uh, we will therefore then take that one up as a key priority area. Um, I will, um, uh, so we'll action that. Um, and then colleagues, I was requesting that we, 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 we bring to a logical conclusion the PRASA matter with an inquiry. So if we can focus on PRASA and off as the immediate uh, um, you know, areas for inquiries, the other work becomes our normal cause of work that Honorable ment is speaking about. It becomes prioritized, which we're having a hearing on such and such a day. Uh, it's becoming easier. Now, parliament platforms are opening up better and we are managing these things ourselves with less reliance mm-hmm. uh, on uh, parliamentaries, uh, IT section. So, pen uh, are now offering Uh, with Parliament's expectations and standards in terms of how these meetings should be conducted from a technical perspective. So we are not reliant per se on those as long as we are doing our work uh, within Parliament's programme. So I was requesting colleagues if we can do that. And then on the issue on the phenomenon you are raising uh, of um, doing everything, I think it just goes back to taking the work to the groups and then having the final reports so we can have a date and final and adopt all the reports and process them mm-hmm. uh, to 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 the house uh, i'm sure that uh, the chief whip's forum and the napc has always been uh, very amicable to prioritizing scope how work when it needs to go to the house so once we have done those reports on all the matters they will, they, they will be immediately scheduled. So I think it's incumbent on us to proceed uh, with those. So I'm hoping, yeah, colleagues. So if our resolution is that water and sanitation, we allow the ongoing processes subject to us satisfying ourselves that mm-hmm. what is being investigated covers what our, our expectations. And then, as common, SAA continue to be part and parcel of our our, our work. I think we will, with haste, have to prioritize SAA to come back and brief us uh, because correspondence is not helping. We must just summon them back uh, in so far as how far things are and on the information that uh, uh, we wanted, and then the groups will assist us. So I'm hoping to compartmentalize it in that way, colleagues. Uh, it's prasa and Steinhoff in one basket of focus areas, and then the prioritization of our daily work on hearings is on SAA and, uh, and 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 I hope colleagues are in agreement with that. I hope my summary captures everything that colleagues have said. Yes, we
3: have- we, it, it captures exactly what members have said, uh, especially in relation to the duplication on the matter of water and sanitation. So I think we have
0: summarized it uh, quite well. Okay, thank you very much. All right, so colleagues, we will, all right, so in that case, system beep put Ben, we will work it out that way and, and, and present the, the roadmap from today to colleagues on Friday so that we can trigger the processes of engaging parliamentary legal and bring back terms of reference of the things that um, we'll be doing. So, and and yeah, all right. Colleagues, are we, are we fine? I would, yes, sorry, I'm not a, uh... okay, there's a hand. Honorable Fahminen, are you fine?
6: Just quickly, if I can just add a little tail on what you were just saying. Sorry, it just occurred to me now. The issue of the outstanding ESCOM debt and the supposedly existent, non-existent, nobody actually knows, um, grouping that is uh, chaired by the deputy president on that issue. Uh, We have discussed it before, previously chaired by um, Minister Lamini-Zuma. We do need to focus on that to an extent.
0: Okay. No, it's fine. What we will do is on ESCOM, we're going to itemize all the issues and break them up into priorities and what needs edge into Some of it is ESCOM specific and some of it is ESCOM stakeholder related, like the one you are raising. So we'll break it up into two and then we will uh, work on it on two streams. So we'll do uh, work streams for, um, for ESCOM including the issues of the COO and so on and and, 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 and so forth. So I think, um, and then just the final matter, uh, colleagues, the, the planned oversight, the problem that we cannot proceed with planning, the oversight was 1, 4, 8, 8, 8. Uh, Can we mute? Oh, uh, luckily, um, we no bundle of joy. We... We, we we wanted to go to Bait Bridge, um, but also at the same time we are confronting the peak, and the eye of the storm of the pandemic, on one hand. So there have been issues raised about that, and on the other hand is the issue that Parliament's program keeps changing. So we were due for oversight in the first week of August. Um, that has now been uh, declared constituency work. Um, which is making it difficult. So, can we we will we will communicate with members and colleagues once we we have certainty so far as the structure of the program. But as things and it's very difficult to plan in terms of the way forward because there's also the mini budget votes being thrown into the mix, which is also complicating matters a little bit for us. So I will uh, crave the indulgence of members in that regard to be patient with the planning, but it's all dependent on what Parliament's programme looks like. Uh, colleagues in agreement, uh, will I present that to colleagues for a decision?
2: Sorry, um, Mr Chairman, are you asking us to to, to- I'm not sure what you're asking of us. Sorry, presenting that dilemma to colleagues, would,
0: at this stage we are in a state of limbo because of the two um, factors which have raised. One is the concern on you know what's going on with COVID, <coughs> excuse me, and the other one is around the changing of Parliament's programme. So, oversight remains the table and um, just that we are dealing with these dynamics. the colleagues. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
6: okay honorable thank you I think we're just batting a bit with sound look I mean events happen and at the moment I think we can't really make any set plans to to do oversight so I think we you know we I think we have to agree with you there's no choice it'll have to sort of be on hold pending what goes on around us all
0: right Okay, thanks. Any other matter colleagues? Yes, Chair. Hello. Chairperson.
1: Hey, Hello. I just, uh, yes, I just want a clarity. I know we understand how matter. When it came to Parliament, there were a number of committees that were involved. Uh, finance and public service administration and the police. So are we, is it going to be stopper now or... The proposed
6: investigation.
0: Uh, we will we'll take we'll now we'll okay. take it to all uh, and okay, they will give back on how we proceed with it.
5: Okay.
0: Yeah. We'll, 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 yeah. So it, it remains the it committee is saying in it has to come back onto the, no, the, and the priority and Parliament must pursue it. At the platform which is going to enter that seven
6: o'clock.
0: Uh, 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 um challenge is blood shed. Uh colleagues, I hope I just make it so that uh, we, we we know where we are with our matters um, and then we, we, we will proceed. Uh, now having devised the priority areas of the committee, uh, having looked at you know governance across the spectrum. So the final point I just want, second final point I just want to make, if colleagues are fine, is that uh, following Friday's is it Friday? No, last week Wednesday's meeting, I'm advised that the report has reached the Director General of Public Works and Infrastructure. Uh, and so we we, we are waiting for progress in that regard uh, on, on 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 that matter. So was the committee had raised very sharply the issue that he, he had not received the report. But yet we will we will follow that particular one. Our colleagues fine. Indeed.
2: Indeed.
0: What? Okay, thank you. I just, uh, I think colleagues, uh, if there's one matter that I would like us to to mull over about is what transpired of what has been raised to what I've been thinking about is we are seriously handicapped in that we are looking at government departments, of course, after the fact, but when it comes to the budgets for the following year, We don't have much input in those. And some of the areas where we are doing oversight require us to make recommendations even about the spending patterns and the budgetary outlook. The constraint of the rules in that regard is posing a problem for us because we are settled with dealing with things that have been designed elsewhere. And then our recommendations find a moving train uh, and delaying their implementation. So if colleagues can brainstorm that and maybe system would burn, we can schedule a meeting with Parliament Legal in terms of how we look at the framework of our operation in terms of the rules. we merely confined to a base, baseline to being the AGA or other audit reports uh, is fundamentally a problem. Uh, if our corrective action is not going to have a proactive element to it to influence uh, things moving forward. It's all good and well that we check what killed the patient and, and then we make recommendations. But when 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 budgetary work is done elsewhere, it it, it, it creates a mismatch uh, 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 for us. We bec- we tend to become a scope half that should not be the case. So I hope we can find time just to look at that particular one. And Honorable list your private members, Billy Letepele, so that we can look at um, the issues that you had raised. Finally, colleagues, I want to, uh, on, on following last week's meeting, uh, and the issues that were raised by Honorable at the conclusion of that meeting, uh, I want to uh, again say, Uh, I've reflected on it and want to assure colleagues uh, that it was most sincerely not my intention uh, for things to have uh, been perceived in the manner that they were. And uh, I hope that uh, that becomes a learning experience for all of us. And so to you as a family, I want to once again apologize in that regard. So I hope that uh, we can move on... uh, a, a, a nice family footing as a team as we always have and that uh, we find each other uh, once again so colleagues there being no other matter i want to uh, thank you hey. and remind you that the house- hey, hey, chair? yes honorable yes.
3: no um th- thanks thanks for the opportunity and i think also on my side um uh, on, on on reflection i i should have at least known better, Uh, perhaps not raise the matter in the manner uh, uh, in which I did. I should have waited for such a platform to raise the matter. But I guess I was overtaken and overwhelmed by the feelings. But like I said on on, on my uh, utterances that we have been doing fine from the beginning. Uh, It was only on on that occasion. And uh, on on hindsight, um, I just realized perhaps I should have dealt with the matter differently. But so far, so good. We have not had any issues in the manner in which you chair the meeting and how you resolve on issues. Uh, It's only that uh, time. But in future, I I would know better. But so far, so good. Uh, Apology in the manner in which I've confronted you uh, on that day.
0: No, all is well. Uh, We remain united in our commitment to oversight colleagues let me remind you the house is sitting at three uh, this afternoon um, and so uh, i think it's best that members have a, a break and prepare for that sitting it's, it does promise to be a marathon sitting we will send through a documentation from today to colleagues on friday afternoon so that they can make an input over the weekend and then on monday we will begin we'll set the ball rolling our inquiries will be prasa and steinhoff And we continue with the targeted uh, uh, oversight on SAA uh, and ESCOM and water and sanitation. And of course, all other work that needs to be done will continue. But for now, those are the key uh, focus areas. And of course, we will from time to time liaise with the AG and all our stakeholders. So colleagues, thank you very much and have a wonderful afternoon. Take care and be safe. Thank you. Shop, shop. Uh, shot, yeah. And if anybody from Etewini Municipality is listening, see man, the man's info in Ward 105. You know, this thing of just cutting water willy-nilly. Aye, guys, we have not had water for all this week. Last
4: week, no. same stuff. Ask them for electricity, too. They must stop the load shedding. There's load shedding, there's water, what, what?
0: All these things are integral to a a functional response to COVID-19. So please, the municipality, Sigela Amans, would like the water back. You can't cut water without explanation like you are doing without notification. You just do it. So if anybody's listening, please, would like water. All right, colleagues, see you at 3 o'clock in the house. Thank you. Bye.